Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. We're glad to have you listening with us. Today's topic looks at the hope that was restored at the birth of Jesus. We'll return after a brief message from one of our sponsors. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Understanding the Hope Restored in the Birth of Jesus Written by Clarence L. Haynes, Jr. Read by Leah Arthur Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Luke 1, verses 30-33 We often consider the birth of Jesus from a perspective of looking back. For a moment, I want you to put yourself in the hearts and minds of the people who were alive during this time. When you do this, it will help you understand the reason for the hope and excitement surrounding Jesus' birth. Israel had a glorious past as a nation. The history of Israel began with a promise to Abraham. God told him he would make him into a great nation and give him a land for his people who would come after him. Through exile and then exodus, God eventually fulfilled this promise, birthed a nation, and gave them their own land. The glory of Israel extended through the period of Judges but eventually Israel wanted a king. The kingdom was formed first with Saul, then David, then Solomon. After Solomon, the kingdom was split into the northern kingdom, which had ten tribes and was known as Israel, and the southern kingdom, which had two tribes and was known as Judah. All during this time, there were kings in Israel and Judah. However, because of their rebellion and sin, Eventually, the nations went into captivity. By the time we get to the announcement of the birth of Christ, the succession of kings had stopped. It had been nearly 600 years since there was a king on either the throne of Israel or the throne of Judah. Not only had the succession of kings stopped, but the successions of prophets had also ceased as well. 
It had been 400 years since there was a prophet in Israel, and more than 400 years since the book of Malachi was written, which is the last book written in the Old Testament. The glory of Israel was long gone, and it only remained in their memory. By the time we get to the announcement of Christ's birth, Israel was living under an authoritarian state that was governed by Rome. Herod was the king. He was not a Jew, but was appointed by Rome, and while he was a brilliant man, he was also a ruthless and evil ruler. It is out of this place in Israel that God tells Mary that she will give birth to Jesus, that he will be great, and that he will sit on the throne of David forever. If you had been in Israel and heard this, how would you have reacted to this news? I hope you can understand why this would create such excitement and enthusiasm. In the minds of many, all that was lost was about to be restored because of this child that was born. When Jesus showed up, their hopes and expectations were lifted. Let's apply this to your life today. Has your hope been crushed by the circumstances of life? Life can be filled with challenging and difficult realities that can destroy your hopes and dreams. It can get to the point where you stop having expectations because what is the use? It is in these situations when you need Jesus to show up. When he arrives on the scene, he brings with him all the power and authority of heaven. Because he is with you, there is a reassurance everything will be all right. When Jesus shows up, your hope and expectations go up. This does not mean it will go the way you expect, but you can be confident the end will be for your good. Remember the disciples and followers of Jesus were expecting him to restore the nation of Israel, but Jesus had a bigger and better plan in mind. The same is true in your situation. Let his presence give you hope and confidence to know that he is with you and the end he has for you will be greater than you could ever imagine. Intersecting Faith and Life Here's a quote from John C. Broger to ponder. Quote, The hope that God has provided for you is not merely a wish. Neither is it dependent on other people, possessions, or circumstances for its validity. Instead, biblical hope is an application of your faith that supplies a confident expectation in God's fulfillment of His promises. Coupled with faith and love, hope is a part of the abiding characteristics in a believer's life, unquote. Further reading. Rediscover a thrill of hope at Christmas. A prayer for Christmas hope. And 20 verses to prepare your heart for Christmas. The Crosswalk Devotional is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, Please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hey there, it's Carly Mercoulier, host of Therapy and Theology, a weekly podcast that explores popular topics and questions related to faith, feelings, and spiritual formation. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.